Hey guys, it's Bella, and I know I have not posted in a million years. I, again, I talked about it on my story. It's really just annoying for me to make podcasts because of my nose. I have to get, yet again, another surgery to be able to breathe because there's just too many fucking problems with the inside of my nose, so I can't get air through my nose to breathe so talking for a while on like a podcast it just it's honestly almost painful for me to do but that'll be solved soon I want to try to get through this episode without like you know having to blow my nose 800 times and not being able to breathe anymore so let's get started (laughs) so basically this episode is gonna be what I've learned from dating in my 20s. I know I'm only 21. I'm turning 22 next month, which I don't want to be reminded of. I'm just going to put 21 candles in my cake and pretend I'm not getting old. So anyway, I went years and years and years without talking to guys or dating because one man literally traumatized me. So I just kind of like hid away from guys for a very long time. So I didn't start getting back into dating until last year. So it was it was a couple years of just like nothing. So basically I'm going to talk about what I've learned from dating. I'll try to mention stories because I don't like talking about other people, but I'll basically say the things I've learned from each one. Kind of like Thank You Next <laughs> from Ariana. So basically, um, the first guy that I got involved with, um, it was somebody else originally, but I don't even count him because I did not even meet him. So basically, dating right now is fucking awful. Uh, men don't meet you. They quite literally do not meet you. Um, they'll talk to you for a day and then ghost you. It's like, it's it's just so foolish. It's like, it, it's cowardly. It's weird. It's, I don't even know the fucking word to describe it. I don't, like, it's just strange. So basically, I was talking to guys on dating apps. Now, the one story I have, he's not any, he's not one that I learned anything from because he was stupid, but it's just a funny story. Basically, I was talking to this guy for a week and I wanted to, like, actually meet him to see if I even fucking liked him because... Honestly, I'm somebody who's like, let me meet you now. Let me see if I like you, if I like your vibe, whatever. I'm not going to fucking talk to you for a couple months and and then meet you. Like, I'm not fucking doing that again. Like, that is bullshit. So, basically, I saw him for a week and I wanted to meet him. And he was like, oh, I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy. Like, bitch, I know you're not busy, but whatever. So, basically, I found out because he was like, okay, well, where do you live? And I, well, he gave me his address. I'm like trying to remember the story, (laughs) but um, he gave me his address. He was like, oh, how far are you from me? This man lived two houses away from me. He I see his backyard from my backyard. That is how close he is. And you want to know how the story ended? He never met me. He was all like, oh, well, I'm in a meeting. I do meetings all day, blah, blah, blah. And then he just fucking ghosted me for no reason. Literally, I could not get a man who lives two fucking houses away from me to meet me. That is actual insanity. What the fuck? I see him. I see him come out of his house. just fucking jumping rope the other day. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, because that's how close he lives to me, that I can see him. Like, I don't stalk him, obviously, because I don't give a fuck about him. But that is where we are at 
and dating right now with men, at least where I live in Rhode Island. Uh, they could live two houses away from you and never meet you. So that's basically that. So this guy, the first guy I got involved with, I didn't, I didn't find him on the app, which I wish I could find men in real life in person, but it's so impossible. This was a very rare fluke. So basically I was at this coffee shop and I noticed this guy I was like, kind of has a vibe. I don't know, it was kind of cute, had like a vibe, like a 50s vibe to him. Like, I don't know, I just kind of liked it. But I just, so basically I just looked at him and then walked out and sat outside with my family because we always go out to get coffee on the weekend. So I was sitting outside, they had like little picnic tables and he comes outside and he sits at the table behind me, sitting there alone, drinking his coffee. I'm like, okay. So then I noticed that like there was, I don't know, I just didn't like the avocado toast and but I didn't want to complain about it because that's just, I'm scared to complain about things. <laughs> so I just like threw that one out and paid for a new one, went inside. And when I went inside, he went inside and I was like, okay. And then he was ordering another coffee. I was like, that's strange, but okay. And then while I was waiting for my avocado toast, he asked for my number and I was like, oh, wow, that's never happened to me ever in public. A man has literally never asked for my number. <laughs> so I was like, okay. And the first thing I fucking say to him because I'm insane, I'm like, um, how old are you? <laughs> because you gotta watch out. Like, let me tell you something. Like I see a lot of guys and like you would never think that they're in high school. My, my brother's like, oh yeah, he goes to high school with me. I'm like, what? He looks fucking old. What do you mean he's in high school? So you gotta watch out. When you're a girl and you reach your 20s, you gotta card these men because they look fucking old. Uh, I mean, some of them look like they're in the fucking 30s. But anyway, um, remember to always card men. <laughs> so yeah, and he was like, yeah, I'm 21. So what kind of question is that? He didn't say that, but he just thought it was funny. So then we started talking. He immediately asked me on a date the next day. I'm like, okay, this is good. This is what I'm looking for. Someone who actually wants to fucking go out and like see me. So I really liked him, honestly, like talking to him. I really enjoyed, usually like I hate dates. Let me tell you, I fucking hate dates. I, they give me anxiety, they make me nauseous. I, it's just a lot of stress on me having to just like meet someone and talk to them and like just, it's, it's a lot for me, my social anxiety. But I felt really comfortable with him. And yeah, so basically we were seeing each other for a little, like a week or two and we were getting closer, but then I find out that he had just gotten out of a relationship, like a two year relationship. I was like, oh my God, I'm the fucking rebound. This is me, like, and I started pulling away because he was like, well, I wanna still date around. Like, I wanna see you, but I wanna date around. And I was like, uh, does that mean like you're being physical with other people too? And he's like, well, yeah. And I'm like, oh, I don't like that. Like, that's literally not safe. So I didn't like that. So I was like, okay. Um, I was just kind of like, I don't know if this is gonna work out because I really don't wanna like deal with all that. That can get messy and you know, uh, I wanna find a guy who just wants to, you know, be with me. And he was like, oh no, like he was just trying to convince me to stay with him and not stay with him, but like keep talking to him and work it out. And honestly, like I do feel 
like, I blame myself for some of it. Not for that reason, but because, like, he would say things and it would upset me. Like, random shit that would just, like, I, I'm just a sensitive person, so it just kind of pissed me off. But now looking back, those things would not piss me off now. <laughs> like, after dealing with men after him and realizing that men just say stupid shit, like, that, what he said was tame. The, the stuff that would upset me that he would say was tame. So I was kind of dramatic in that way, and I do, like, I don't know, I shouldn't have pushed him away completely, but then he started pushing me away, and not talking to me, and saying, oh, I'm busy, which he wasn't busy, that, that's just, when, when guys start telling you that they're too busy to see you, that's when you run the fuck away, because that means they're trying to ghost you, that's like the beginning of you getting ghosted. I would know, it's happened to me a hundred times. So when a guy starts getting busy on you, you gotta give up. That's it. Um, so that didn't work out. And I don't really have anything, like, negative to say about him. Like, there were things that I experienced with him that I was kind of glad that I did with him because he was, like, a nice person and he was, like, understanding. And, you know, I don't really have anything terrible to say about him. Um, it was stupid that he thought, like, oh, I want to be physical with a bunch of people. Like, no, like, that's gross. Um... That's the only thing I was, like, kind of, like, what the hell. But other than that, I don't really... Actually, you know what? I don't really have anything too negative to say about him <laughs> either. So I guess two of the guys, here and there, they're just stupid shit. But, like, now, looking back, I'm like, whatever. But he was, like, the first guy I experienced, you know, after years. Okay, I'm gonna have to close the fucking window. Hold on. But, yeah, so honestly, he wasn't terrible. He... It just was the... It was just wrong timing, I think. I think it was just wrong. I was a different person when I was when I first met him than I am now. He would probably like me better now than before in ways that I don't really want to talk about. I don't I like there's just certain things I'm like I don't know if I want to talk about that. Like I don't know if that's too personal to get into. Um I know some people talk about all their business on podcasts, but I'm like kind of like eh, I don't know. Like I'm with certain things I don't even talk about with my friends. It's like weird. But anyway, he taught me a lot, <laughs> and, um, you know, I just kind of, like, I don't know, I, now he's with someone else, so, he, and he's actually in a relationship with them, so, of course, I just feel like I'm always the girl that they're with before they find the girl they actually date, and it's, like, the worst feeling, because it's, like, why am I not good enough for anyone to want a long-term relationship with? It's upsetting, like, you know, like, and I see these people, and it's not like they're better than me or anything, no offense, but, like, it's like, what, what is it, like, that's so different about these people? I don't know, I'll never fucking know, but he's, he's gone, he's got someone now, so. So now the next person, the next person, this is the worst, uh, the absolute worst person. I don't have anything positive to say about this person, so basically after him. I started talking to a guy that I've talked about before on the podcast. I talked to him for four months. He never met me. He ghosted me a hundred times, blah, blah, blah. Like, you've heard it all. So he reached out to me because I made a comment when I saw him on a dating app because he literally does not fucking meet anyone. So I made a comment and he responded. He was like, I'm so sorry. Like, what I did was just, like, really terrible and I really would love a second chance and I thought he was just so cute so I gave him a, like a 1500th chance it's not even a second chance it was literally more like a fifth chance but whatever I I was just like he's just so cute like I have to meet him. <laughs> just, 
uh, I'll give you one more chance. And I was like, you have to fucking meet me this time. He's like, okay, I will. So it took a couple weeks for him to actually meet me because he was visiting his family in another state. But once he got back, um, basically when my friends and my mom and stuff found out I was talking to him again, they were fucking pissed off because he wronged me so many times and I'm stupid. So when it comes to men, I'm dumb. So basically I was talking to him and he was just like, the way he talked through text, like he was just a very sweet person and I liked talking to him and he was cute, whatever. So then the day came. Now he made me drive. <laughs> oh God, he made me drive. So he made me drive to him. And he made me drive around the entire day for the date. That should have been the first red flag, but I was like, no, like that's fine. Like I, whatever. I really dealt with fucking the dumbest bullshit like my entire life. But anyway, I was like, whatever. Like maybe he just doesn't want to drive. He says that he just hates driving, which I do too, bitch. I hate driving too, but whatever. So I drive up and I went, so basically he's like 30, 40 minutes away. Not, 40 maybe like 30 like 30 minutes away from me it took 30 minutes to get to him so i drove and i hate the fucking highway let me tell you i will take the long way to get somewhere and just like leave early to avoid the highway the highways in rhode island are literally like horrible they're like just terrifying so i got my ass on the highway for him because there was no long way so i drove to his house and it was him it wasn't a catfish because that was another joke like my friends would always make they're like oh he was a catfish like he's probably fake like that's why he won't meet you and i was like damn i'm gonna get my ass on a fucking catfish episode in a second like but no he was real he came to the car he was him so don't know why he was so fucking scared to meet me when he literally was him we didn't know where to go he was like oh well, you're the one driving so aren't you supposed to figure out the date and i was like oh i guess like what the fuck so there's a couple of places we went to get coffee and then i don't even think he got coffee like he didn't even want coffee he was like oh i already had coffee like then why the fuck are we getting coffee if i'm just getting whatever and i really like talking to him and he was just like sweet and affectionate and like i just had a really good time with him and then we went bowling whatever like we did a bunch of random shit because like we didn't know what to do and he lives like in the middle of nowhere so there's literally nothing to do and this was winter where it was fucking cold so you can't like do a walk or go to the park or the beach or something like there's nothing to do so whatever i thought the first date went really well and he said it went really well he told his mom about me literally that night and his mom already loved me and didn't even meet me so i thought oh this is going well like he's already telling his mom about me like okay like that sounds like it's going well and then the second date he drove but he didn't want to drive anywhere i was like let's go to providence he's like no i'm like okay well this is park i love he's like i'm not driving there i'm like what the fuck <laughs> so we just went to this like like oceanfront like parking lot and just like was there for a while like whatever we were whatever anyway <laughs> i'm not getting into detail but so we hung out and we didn't do much but he would always say he's like oh like we don't have to do a lot and I'll still enjoy being with you. I just like being with you and, you know, hanging out with you. And I was like, I thought that he actually meant that, but I guess not. So yeah, so then after that, we're still talking, it's going great. And then after Christmas, 
this is, I think, after Christmas. His mom and her boyfriend go, is going on vacation. So she's like, he's like, oh, we have the house to ourselves. Like, do you want to come over for like, you know, all the whole week? He kept talking about it for weeks. He was like, oh, we'll have a whole week together. Like, you know, and you come over every day. I'll pick you up. Like, he was making it sound like we were going to hang out every day and have a whole week together, blah, blah, blah. So I thought that sounded great. Uh, oh, well, men lie. So the first day, of course, I have to drive there because he's tired. So I drove all the way to him, to his house. We're hanging out, whatever. Not going to get into detail once again. Um, and basically, like... I, I had a, I liked being around him. Like he was just like, I, I just felt, I don't know. I just liked him. I, maybe it was just because I thought he was cute. Maybe I didn't realize how terrible his personality and aura was and how he was weird. I just kind of overlooked everything because of his looks. Not going to do that again. Well, I probably won't, but anyway. <laughs> so basically, yeah. So we, and then I left like at midnight, I wanted to spend the night and he was like, oh no, like, I was like, why can I not spend the night? Like, what the fuck? Like, okay. So I just left and I had to leave. Like, it was like 12 or 1 a.m. And I had to go on the fucking highway and drive in the dark. And now where he lives, there's no street lights. There were no fucking street lights. Not on the highway. And there were deer surrounding me as I was driving. So I was terrified. They were going to fucking jump out. I would never forgive myself if I fucking, like hit a deer because I love deer they're my they're my everything anyway whatever so <laughs> these are the details I talk about the ones that no one really wants to hear I but yeah so basically he was kind of acting weird though when I left but I just didn't really he was just a weird person so I was like whatever the next day I think I'm gonna see him again doesn't text me does not text me at all I'm like what the fuck so he isn't texting me. I'm trying to text him. He's like, oh yeah, like I'm just, I'm tired today. I want to be alone. I'm like, okay, you could literally have me over your house every day and you choose not to. Like, are you even a man? Like, I don't, whatever. So then the next day comes and he's ignoring me once again. I'm like, shit, this is not good because my guy starts saying that he's busy or tired or Oh, I'm just not on my phone. That are that's all lies. Those are all lies. Men, you can be like, oh, that's not a lie. It is a fucking lie. That's you before ghosting someone or telling someone bad news. So I was like, shit, because again, every time I think my life is finally getting better and I meet somebody and I'm gonna be happy, it falls into a ditch and gets buried alive. So this is what was happening once again. Basically, I have the feeling of doom inside of me. And when I feel that, I know something bad's gonna happen. I, it's like I can sense it, it's like really weird. But basically, I call him, he doesn't pick up. And then he texts me, he's like, oh, what's wrong, are you okay? And I'm like, you haven't texted me in like days. Like, I thought we were gonna hang out this week. You're not seeing me, you're not even fucking talking to me. Like, what is wrong with you? He was like, oh, well, I've just been thinking about things. When a man says that, you fucking run. You tell him first. You're like, actually, never mind. I'm not into you. Goodbye. That's what I should have said. That's what I should have fucking said instead of getting my heart torn to pieces. So I was like, what are you thinking about? He's like, oh, I just don't know if we're going to work. I'm like, you have spent 
months telling me not months weeks months i don't fucking know it felt like a million years and you you spent all this time telling me how oh i just love being with you like you know i really want to be with you i want to have a relationship with you like you're just i just blah 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 like i feel happy when i'm with you he literally told me the only time he feels happy was when he was with me he's like i haven't felt this happy in so long but then he says this shit so this is why you can't trust men so then i'm like well this is fucking out of nowhere like what do you like you've been saying the complete opposite and he's like, well, I just realized now, like, I don't know, I just don't feel a spark with you. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, what do you mean a spark? Like, I was literally spiraling. This is when the breakdowns began. Like, this is when the breakdown happened. So now he's like, oh, I just need time to think. Two weeks later, he finally comes up with a fucking, and it wasn't a positive outcome, but he was like, it's 6 a.m. by the way, and he sends me a text. He's like, yeah, we shouldn't talk anymore. I just, I'm not into you, so goodbye. That's what he fucking, like, along those lines, that's what he says. And I'm, like, fucking heartbroken, but I'm not going to say that I'm sad anymore because I already poured my heart out to him those two weeks uh, trying to, like, get him to just, like, stay. And I was just like, okay, goodbye. That's what, That's it. Like, goodbye whatever bye like that's my problem is to all the girls out there who are hopeless romantics we are very sensitive and passionate people and you know as soon as we start liking somebody like we have this feeling and passion for them that it's just kind of like once you lose it you're like damn so i start having breakdowns for a month after that um one i thought i was gonna actually have a heart attack um at one day because i felt like i was having a heart attack it was obviously a panic attack i'm alive so it wasn't a heart attack but i was gonna go to the hospital i was like i think i'm dying like this is not good like i can't breathe my heart's pa like it's it was just literally everything that a heart attack entailed but it was a panic attack so i was broken but then i went right back on the dating apps since you know i wasn't in love with him i was able to kind of get out of that and get back on track a little bit easier even though I had the whole breakdown because it was my first heartbreak in a very very long time so you know I was like whatever let's get back into it now we are on the third and last guy so look at the dating app I'm talking to guys they're ghosting me because they're stupid they won't even meet me then this one guy I'm talking to I'm like oh he's cute I'm talking to him he sounds interesting and basically i go on a date with him this whole situation you're all gonna call me stupid for i know i'm stupid i know but whatever okay i have too much hope in life so basically we're on the date and he's telling me you know I'm, i like talking to him and whatever and he tells me that he is graduating in may and that he's going to be leaving and he doesn't know where he's going to end up because he's taken a year off to work um at like a hospital before he goes to medical school so he it's basically a short-term relationship which is not what i wanted but i was like you know what let me see if i can handle it maybe you know i really like this guy i want to see if i can handle being with someone for a couple months and knowing that they're leaving to be fair he did say that there was a chance he could stay close by and work at a hospital close by whatever i had a little too much hope i had a little too much hope on the little thing um 
and also I have the brain. I've always had a dreamer brain. So I was thinking maybe he'll want to either, you know, bring me with him or stay close by. Maybe he'll have all these feelings for me. That's not real life. <laughs> but I refuse to believe that. So anyway, we're spending a lot of time together. We get really close. He's my first for many things in life. And he is just so different than a lot of people literally anyone i've been with he was so different he put effort in he always wanted to see me and most people would think what he did was just the bare minimum but to me like that was just like the most effort any man has ever put into me so he was always seeing me always going out always you know at least getting food or something with me so i really liked him i really did and um then he's like oh you know like we were just on and off on and off because like we were exclusive to each other but he was just kind of like you know i feel bad that i'm leaving and you're not gonna have anyone maybe you should just like go on a couple dates and see if there's anyone else you'd like i didn't want to i just wanted him like i was at the point where i was like no fuck everyone else you know and i tried like talking to one person, I was like, no, I can't, like, I want you, I don't want anyone else, I can't do this, so we ended up staying together for a couple months, like, those few, like, it was, like, the end of January, I think, and then February, March, April, May, well, May came, it, which, it's so weird, because it was only, like, a, like, a few months that we were, like, actually together, yet it felt like my entire life I've known him, I'm trying not to cry, <laughs> <laughs> I have to pause the fucking podcast because I'm gonna cry. I'm not gonna cry. No, I'm not gonna cry. I am two days sober from crying. I know I'm gonna probably ruin it. So anyway, I felt like I've known him my whole life. Like it was a feeling I've never had before. And it's like you knew you know someone for just like a, a small amount of time, but it's like you feel like you've you forgot how to live without them. Like you don't remember life before they came into your life. I'm so fucking like weak. I just fucking cry. I'm not gonna cry. I'm not. Okay, anyway. Let's let's get on with the fucking story. So basically, uh May comes and he I only have a week left with him. And that was like the hardest thing to deal with. Knowing that, you know, the day that I was going to say goodbye to him was the last day I would ever see him. So that was, that was really hard to deal with. Um, and basically what I learned from him was that I cannot settle for less anymore. Like the guy before him that fucking broke my heart, like fuck that. Like he put no effort into me. He never wanted to see me. He never asked to see me. He never put in the effort to want, you know, like he never put in any of that effort that he did. And I was just so close to him. And, like, he was the first guy, like, that I even slept over his house. Like, so it was just, like, something that I never had. And, like, he was my first for a lot of things. Like, I I'm going to be honest, I'm a late. I'm late to many things in life because I never really got to experience a lot, like, as a teenager. So, yeah, I just had the best time with him. And, like, I've never felt genuinely safe with a guy like I felt safer with him than I felt in my bedroom like in my house because well I mean I've had ghosts in my house so maybe that's why but but I just I felt so safe with him and like waking up with him was just like the highlight of my weeks like you know 
So knowing I wasn't going to have that anymore, like, I was like, shit. It's like the realest thing I've had to a relationship ever. Like the closest thing I've ever had. Which I count as a relationship. I don't know if he does, probably not. But to me, it was just, it meant a lot to me. So to me, it meant a lot to me. I'm trying so hard to get through this without crying. Like, uh, do you notice how all the other guys I could talk about and I did not give a shit? And I accidentally kind of like said that I loved him because, well, I do. I, I did. I... You know, I genuinely did love him, um, and he didn't take that very well because, you know, I wasn't supposed to, and he was like, you know, like, I'm leaving, you're not supposed to, you know, have those feelings for me. It's like, if you think I'm not going to have those feelings for you. <laughs> so losing him is like losing a part of me, honestly, because I just, the feelings I had for him were just like a lot, you know? So basically, he taught me that well, basically what love feels like, because I never knew what it really felt like. I always thought like, oh yeah, I'm in love with this person, but I wasn't. He was the first guy I genuinely was in love with and taught me how to never fucking settle for a guy who won't put in any effort and to find someone who actually wants to be with me. Because trust me, if a guy wants to see you and wants to be with you, he's going to show that. He's going to prove it and he's going to show you through his actions um because actions speak a lot louder than words so at least i learned that because the people before him were basically just like you know the lower than the bare minimum basically tomorrow it'll be literally like a month since he's left so well since i've seen him i wanted to at least try a long distance relationship He's in New York, I'm in Rhode Island. I thought like maybe it could work, but he does he doesn't think it is, so I'm like whatever. I'm not going to try anymore. Like I'm not going to go on and on and on like and act, like I I just sound like a broken record. Even though it would be hard because traveling, you know, it's a whole thing. So I get it. Like I don't blame him at all for not wanting to make it work, but um it sucks because I really wanted to be with him. But, you know, it's just the story of my life is if something makes me happy, you know damn well it's going to be plucked right out of my life. That was basically that story. And basically, I've learned different things from each guy that I've encountered. I, I, this fucking dating scene is hell on earth. Literally, this one guy, I wasn't even really that into him. I'm just, like, trying to find someone to go on a date with so I can, like, try to move on with my life. But I just can't. He unmatched me on Hinge because I said I didn't have Snapchat and I haven't for years. Like, first of all, you are a grown man asking for a Snapchat. That is insane. So this is the dating scene I'm dealing with. Um, and then I found this really, this other guy and I was like, oh, okay. Like, he said, he doesn't even live here. He lives in fucking California. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? So, yeah, not having good luck, still trying to like heal because I'm obviously, my ass is still crying about this. And my throat is getting clogged again because I cried. So that ruined everything. Thankfully, this is the end of the podcast episode. So basically, what I've learned, the main things like I said was to cut off the bullshit before it gets worse. So honestly, like, if a guy's not putting in the effort to see you or talk to you or make something like, make you want a relationship or whatever just give up go find someone else because guess what like you can't change people you can't you can't change people like the last guy the second guy the like terrible one that i had to drive to him or whatever like 
you I thought I could change him no you can't change people <laughs> so that that's just not true my phone is at four percent so to wrap this up actions speak louder than words okay like only only put your energy into somebody if they're gonna put the same amount if not more energy into you and that's what I learned mainly from the last guy the other guys I mean they don't really teach me too much but the other one he taught me things about myself he taught me things just he taught me a lot you know and um I thank him for that and maybe one day it'll be like a rom-com and I'll end up with him again I need to stop thinking life is rom-com but um I'm delusional, so I'm the queen of delusion. Um, I literally am. It's it's actually sickening. I've been delusional my entire life. So anyway, basically that's what I want to say is, you know, there are guys who will put in that effort. I have yet to find another one. I've only found one. Um, the first guy did put some effort, but then, you know, it was just kind of getting rocky and it was just kind of, you know, but he, he, he did seem like someone who put in effort. The second guy put in zero effort. All the guys I've talked to beforehand, like on Hinge that didn't even meet me, zero effort, nothing. So hopefully whoever I end up with next, if I end up with fucking any guy at all, um, they'll put in effort and they'll, you know, higher than the bare minimum, way higher than the bare minimum. You know, it's like I need someone who actually wants to put in that effort and cares and wants a relationship like a long-term one because a lot of these guys are like yeah i want a long-term relationship but then they don't even live here so again like i just that's just what i need to find and um i don't know i don't know what will happen all that i know is it sucks and i'm gonna be spending the summer alone i knew it was gonna happen but i didn't i forgot how hard dating was i'm like damn like these selects are terrible and yes like people are like oh like the 50 year old ugly men that follow me on instagram are like oh well it's probably because you have high standards yeah obviously like i need to be attracted to the guy but then again i have no type if you see <laughs> obviously i'm not going to show pictures why would i do that but um if you see the guys the three that i talked about none of them look the same they are literally all completely different like I like I'm not even kidding they none of them look similar like my friends are like what the fuck is your type I don't know I I just find attractive what I find attractive it's just kind of like that like honestly like you know like I don't know how guys are just like oh uh, you know I only want you know a bleached blonde with a fat ass and big fake tits like that's my only type it's like how could that be your only type like there's just so many types of beauty out there mainly for women like there's just so many beautiful women like i got like nothing with the men over here you know there's just so many types of beauty or maybe that's just me like i i mean like like again like they all look different but i all saw something different in them and in the way they looked like i was attracted to something so i don't know i don't really have a type but obviously i need to be attracted to you yeah like you know honestly like i'm not that well i am picky but like not like to the extent that men are i learned a lot i experienced more in this year than i have my entire life like the experiences i've had with like and i learned things about myself and things that i like and things that i 
want you know what i mean so i just i learned a lot and i feel like it's really tough to get back into dating after you've been in love with somebody and it's like you know shit like i didn't want to break up with them i didn't want this to end but you know it sucks and he was just so affectionate that's the thing i love is like affection i love affectionate guys i don't like guys who are like oh i don't do all that like i don't know it's it's very hard and that's something i learned about myself too it's just like it's not easy. And you know what? If you're one of those people who have a boyfriend and you've been with them for a long time and you guys are going strong, you guys love each other and they actually told you that they love you, like, you are lucky. <laughs> I don't think I'm ever going to find a man who says, I love you to me and genuinely means it because it hasn't happened before. It's tough. I'm only in my early 20s, but I'm still learning stuff and I can only hope that there's hope. <laughs> I can only hope. But yeah, so that's basically what I've learned. Just the gist of what I've learned. I'm not going to get into extreme detail because I don't know if I want to. Um, but yeah, so that's that. Um, I, will do, I will be doing more episodes, I promise. I just have not been able to because of my nose. I, if you couldn't tell, I sound nasally as fuck. So yeah, um, thanks for listening, guys. And um, goodbye.